Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, it's Pat Boyle, and today on the Best of the DA Show, will the NCAA have betting problems? Plus, your best audio of the day and sound check, including Kevin Wall serenading a raucous crowd with some Bon Jovi karaoke. It's a Wednesday staple. DA's got a champ and a chump. Bogus is stunned to a news, advanced analytics, and the epic fails. The Best of the DA Show, it is now. I wanted to begin with college football because this story is interesting. We've had NFL players get jammed up for betting on games, get jammed up for betting on even other sports, but doing it at a team facility or to the team hotel. Now we have college athletes getting jammed up. Iowa State quarterback. Hunter Deckers accused of betting on events involving the Cyclones, including a football game two seasons ago among four current or former players at Iowa State charged with betting on games. 366 bets totaling $2,800 placed on a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Link to Deckers, including 26 on Iowa State games. This includes Iowa State against Oklahoma State football in October of 2021. Deckers did not play in that game. And the affidavit does not reveal which team or what type of bet that he made on the game. Cyclones won by a field goal 24-21. Deckers was also under 21 years old, the legal betting age in the state of Iowa. We also have current Iowa State athletes. Panero Johnson, who's a sophomore wrestler. Dodge Souser, a sophomore football player. And a former Cyclones football player as well, all charged with tampering with records as Souser made 113 online bets for about 3,000 bucks, including 12 wagers on Iowa State games. And he's an Iowa State player. Johnson won a Big 12 wrestling title last year as a freshman at Iowa State. He threw down nearly 1,300 bets online, betting more than $45,000. Now, unless you're Pat Boyle, that's a lot of sauce. It's about the money. M-O-N-E-Y-D-A. And I mentioned the former player 
who made 100, more than 800 bets online for more than 21,000 players, drafted by the Broncos of the fourth round, suspended indefinitely for violating the NFL's gambling policy as well, in which he bet on games during his rookie season. What you have here is a situation where we have the NFL taking all of the cash from DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, all of the sports books, and saying, fans, bet. Fans, bet more. Fans, bet a lot. But players, no, you can't do that. And of course, there's going to be players who think like fans, who think like just regular civilians, don't put two and two together. As idiotic as that is, we've seen players get jammed up doing that and suspended for full seasons. But I ultimately don't think your professional athletes, your NFL players, are the ones that are most susceptible to getting sucked into the legalized betting gambit. College kids? That's where there's a problem, and I'll explain. It is where we begin. You're cold open. The complaint stating Hunter Deckers placed more than 350 bets using a DraftKings account, and 26 of them were placed on ISU sporting events. The 2021 Iowa State versus Oklahoma State football game is one listed in the complaint as being bet on. Deckers did not play in that game. Here's what we know. The complaint alleges Deckers placed bets from fall of 2021 up until this May, totaling over $2,700. Court documents accuse him of covering up the illegal gambling by using a different name for the DraftKings account. It states the account used by Deckers was under the name Jamie Deckers. That's his mother's name. Court documents showing Jamie and Scott Deckers, his father, engaged in this scheme with Hunter. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. The audio courtesy of KCCI News in Des Moines with reporter Kalia James. Nice. So Hunter Deckers is using his mom's name on his DraftKings account, and his parents are involved in having him bet on games and make them a little bit of cash, I guess. Great. Well, a family that illegally bets together. Okay, so here's why it's a bigger deal in the NCAA. Because if you throw down the threat or the reality that an NFL player is going to be suspended for a full season, that's a year's worth of revenue, a year's worth of pay, a year's worth of salary that that player is hunting away. And while some players can afford to do so, many players cannot afford a full year without making any money. Secondly, there's a lot of players in the NFL that are hanging on by a thread that are just trying to get to another contract. And once you throw a season-long suspension to their face, they become a year farther removed from getting that next contract because now they're a year rusty. Maybe they're untouchable. Maybe this is the type of baggage somebody else doesn't want to touch. And so the threat is real in the NFL of getting suspended for a year and that potentially affecting the rest of your career. That's all you've wanted to do is play football professionally for your entire life and that threat can be taken away. Doesn't mean it won't happen. Doesn't mean there won't be more suspensions. 
But that threat hanging over players, especially after you have this kind of early years of popping guys so that it becomes more aware and it's talked about more in the facility, that will end up being effective in my estimation. In college, though, think about how many more athletes you are trying to 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 guide, to look after, and college kids, the younger you are, more prone to poor decision making. And if you're in college, not everybody making mo- not everybody's making money on NIL. Some are, most aren't. So you have a bunch of players that yes are on scholarship but aren't making an income. And so where does the income come from for their bar money? For their movie money, for their food money, for their travel money, when they want to go do something, it's coming from places like betting. Now, these aren't huge sums. Most of these bets are 50 bucks, 100 bucks, what have you. So it's recreational sums of money. But your college student, your college athlete is so susceptible to the marketing that's going on all over the place because... When you're in college, you usually usually don't have much cash. And you're usually into sports. And you're usually watching a lot of games. And you're usually going, yeah, you know what? If I throw 50 bucks on this or 125 bucks on this and I can make $300, that pays for X, Y, and Z this week. So college kids here are naturally susceptible to it. Plus, you're in college, you're looking for juice. Every day is about looking for juice. The juice is either about chasing down the girl that you like or the guy that you like. It's about going to the bars with your friends. It's about going on a road trip on the weekend to go do something, go to visit another school. Or when you're at the dorm or when you're in your your apartment, you got some money on something. You got some juice on something. So this is is naturally a place where you you can get nailed. But the college athlete as well has inside information. The college athlete knows who's injured, who's not. Who's going to be suspended for Saturday's game, who's not. Who's been drunk all week, who's not. Whether the quarterback broke up with his girlfriend and his his head's in the clouds this week or not. And those kids will absolutely use that information, if it's not themselves personally, Floating it to mom and dad, or more than likely, their buddy who's not on the team is saying, throw this down for me. Or you should get in on this as well. And now that you've opened up the gates to legalize gambling, that's where you can get a lot of trouble. I think the NFL, it's not foolproof, but it's more airtight on shadiness happening with lines with betting action, and with athletes involved in the process. The college space is primed for this, and it would not surprise me if Hunter Deckers, if the NCAA wants to go after this, which in this case, it's not. It's legal affidavits, and it's the the a, a probe by the Iowa Criminal Division. It's not an NCAA thing. If states, municipalities, and the law starts getting involved, that's, I think, where you can start uncovering some major stuff going on when it comes to legalized gambling and collegiate athletes. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. 855-212-4227 or on Twitter. 
DA on CBS. So last night we had a no-no thrown in Major League Baseball, and this time it's from Valdez of the Houston Astros. And this is on a day that the Astros acquired Justin Verlander. Now, the Astros are an easy target around Major League Baseball after their betting scandal. Nobody likes them. It's easy to root against them. Last year's World Series championship, I think, it douses a little bit of the fire that was raging after 2017's win, that they cheated, that they didn't deserve it, that they're, they could only win that way because last year, obviously, they validated themselves as an organization by winning it, we assume, cleanly. But still this year when the Astros started off slowly and the Rangers had loaded for Bear and the Rangers had led the, the American League in wins and led the division as well, I think a lot of people enjoyed watching the Astros kind of just kind of slide their way through the first half of the season. And now you look up and the Astros have not only added Justin Verlander, who won a Cy Young Award with them and championships with them. Now you have another member of the staff who's not even their ace pitching a no-hitter last night, Framber Valdez. But they're also only a half game back of the Texas Rangers in the AL West, and they're getting right at the right time. The Astros are going to be a problem again. And the Astros, the betting, the can't, the Cheating scandal will always hang over, hover over that organization and some of the players that were involved in it, no doubt. But I think it's they're going to be impossible to shake. And these, these types of seasons where they don't look great and yet they find themselves in the race and now they've added a major arm and now they're going to be just as difficult as anybody in the American League to defeat shows that they're still a really healthy organization and a really well-run organization. From the standpoint of the sellers, the team in Queens that sold Justin Verlander, I don't blame them at all. They're, they have a lot of money and not a lot of prospects. And so that's the trade-off that they're doing right now. But for the Astros, in an American League where the Orioles have the best, the best record of the American League, but they're really young and really raw. A Rays team that has leveled off somewhat after their red-hot start. An American League Central where nobody's that good. The Twins are right around 500 leading to the division. A Rangers team that is finally getting its first taste of the postseason and a pennant stretch in a long time. The Astros lurk. The Astros... They live again! Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. 
coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right. You can always listen to us at hundreds of affiliates nationwide, as well as Sirius XM Channel 158, and stream us using the free apps, the Odyssey app, or the CBS Sports app. Soundcheck begins with Bill Belichick asked whether Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi are in a quarterback competition. Everybody's out here competing. It's all 90 guys. Yeah, that's what we're all here for. Just go out and compete. So Mac Jones isn't necessarily your Everybody's out here competing. Like Everybody's out here competing. That's what everybody's doing. We asked Mac the other day how his relationship, is it good with you? And he said, I think so. I'm just curious, do you, what's your characterization of your relationship? My relationship's good with every player. We're in mid-season form. <laughs> August 2nd. We're in mid-season form. Might as well be December 2nd. I love this. Imagine showing up to camp late July. Optimism reigns supreme. It's hot out. All the fans are in t-shirts and shorts. Yee, I love Mac Jones. Oh, yee. Yee, I love the Patriots. Go up, ask Bill a question. He just snorts grunts, stares daggers at you, and you're like, oh, right. This beat sucks. <laughs> D.A., you, you did a lot of time in Boston. Did did anybody ever try to break through him? Anybody ever try to... Yeah, there's good reporters up there that, that know the bit, and so they go into it trying to, to soften him up and hoping that maybe, just maybe you get a break a little bit. But he's usually okay in the preseason. It's just when the real game star, when he gets really, really nasty. Ornery. Yeah. In this case, you can tell that he knows there's pressure on the team and you're not going to get a crack out of him from now right through the end of the season. So it's going to be a marathon for everybody on that beat. <laughs> this, is, this is a war of attrition starting in August. It's, it's August 2nd. I mean, he can't say that Mac Jones is a starting. Is, is Bailey Zappi really going to win the starting QB job in training camp? No. Nope. With every player. But he can't say it. Uh, can't say everybody's it. Gonna, everybody's on here competing. Everybody. Everybody's got a job to do. Jordan Love had Peyton Manning show up at Packers training camp. Here is Jordan Love. 
It was awesome seeing Peyton. Um, that was the first thing I saw when I walked into the indoor from practice today. It was him standing there. Um, so it was awesome. Yeah, we talked for a good amount of time before practice, and then obviously we talked to the whole team. Um, we were able to ask him some questions, things like that, just pick his brain. But uh, it was awesome having him here. He had a lot of really good gems, just in, in terms of taking notes, um, how you watch film, you know, when you're at home by yourself, are you writing down questions, things that you can, you know, come back, ask your coaches later. Um, how are you asking to be coached? Like, are you a guy that, you know, wants to be coached really hard? Um, are you a guy that kind of just wants to be able to do your own thing? And um, it, it all matters. He, he, he said that when he was a player, that was his biggest thing, was he wanted to be coached really hard. Um, he always wanted to be told what he was doing wrong um, and, and things like that. Here's my big takeaway. Peyton Manning can't come in to talk to the team when Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback. <laughs> Only when Rodgers is gone are you allowed to bring in another Hall of Fame quarterback and say, yeah, why don't you talk to the guys? Because if Rodgers were there, everyone's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, but Peyton wants to show it. No, no, can't do that. But Peyton would have some good stuff to say. Uh, no, we don't. Do not let Aaron Rodgers even know you talked about this. He's the king around here. Remember that. Last night, Royals and Mets. This calls courtesy of Bally Sports Kansas City as they are tied in the bottom of the 10th. There's a runner on third. And the Mets' Josh Walker doesn't even need to throw a pitch to lose this one. And he's thrown one wild pitch. And was that with the pitch clock? Getting down toward one. The umpires are going to have a chat about this. Matt Quatrero is already out. And they're going to oh, call a block. Yes! The Mets tried to claim that it was a pitch clock issue or a pitch com issue. Oh, no! Mm. We suck again! Still so. 3-3 going into extra innings. The Mets put up two in the top of the 10th to take a 6-4 lead, and then they completely melt down bottom 10, and they lose on a walk-off balk, which is a rarity, walk-off balk. I think there's a throwing error in there as well to fuel said rally. Come on, man. Pete Alonso got smashed in the face by a pop-up. Because he slid into it face first. Yeah, I'm the doofus. <laughs> yeah, the broadcast team calling guys by the wrong name because yeah. Gary Cohen wasn't there. I know we, you know, we got the embargo, but we got to move past that one. Not look, not a great night for anybody that uh, plays for the team in Queens. <laughs> but I will just say this: there's a lot that's being made of. Oh my God, Steve Cohen's paying so much money for players not to be part of the team. They're trading away these veterans. Marcana was traded. Verlander, they traded away Max Scherzer. Am I forgetting one Tommy or two? Tommy Pham, David Robertson, Tommy Dominic Pham. Leone, Pete. Uh, anybody that Dominic could go Leone. Went. Yeah. Wait, Bilotti got traded? He did. We, for Carlos with a K? Yeah, that's, that's why he's not here. <laughs> Bilotti got traded to AEW. Yeah, he has, he has two <laughs> days to report. He's going to run the soundboard for Taz. <laughs> so people are like, oh my goodness. They're, t- they're paying so much money for these players not to play for them. But I actually find this to be the smartest move the team in Queens could have done. Their competitive advantage 
is money, is finances. What they don't have is young players in a farm system. What you can't do is buy draft picks in Major League Baseball. You have to trade for prospects. You can't just buy draft picks like the NBA where a wealthy team tells a less wealthy team, hey, we want your first. We want two seconds. Okay, so we have minor player transactions, but we want the picks in there. Baseball, you can't do that. You also can't tank for Victor Webanyama because the number one pick in the baseball draft isn't going to help you for two or three years. So there's not the quick rebuild you can get in the NFL, drafting a quarterback, in the NBA, drafting a star. And in New York with Cohen, they're not going to do a full teardown. So this is the way to do it on the fly. Exactly. So the best thing that the team in Queens did was they identified the season's over. We're not going to hold out false delusional hope that the last two months change anything. Let's sell. And it's a white flag on the season. And it might be a white flag on next year, but that's the move. And it's like, oh, my goodness, they paid $50 million of Verlander's contract from not to play for the for the team. Who cares? If you make, you know, a boatload of cash and you go into a candy store and they're like, wow, I can't believe you bought $50 worth of gummy worms. It doesn't matter. It's only 50 bucks to you. It doesn't matter that it's only gummy worms. For the Mets and Steve Cohen, cutting checks to bring back prospects is the only way they can get to where they want to get to faster unless you just suck for five years and then use those draft picks on your own prospects. So this is the smartest way for them to do so. It, it means the season's over, but the season was over anyway. So, look, you cut checks to whoever wants the money so that you get better prospects in return, and they've been able to get Ronald Acuna Jr.'s younger brother, who's right. a talented guy, and they got two of the best players of the Astros farm system, even though they're young, for the Verlander trade. And for those of you not following things, those the two guys, Acuna Jr.'s brother and the third, the lead guy, Drew Gilbert from the Astros, immediately become the Mets' top two prospects. That's how limited their farm system was. And it was already money they were going to spend on Verlander. I know he's not going to pitch for them, but now they've got some money off the books. They've got fresh blood in there. And the Verlander trade's not the Scherzer trade. The Scherzer trade, he's done. I've been startled by how many people apparently didn't watch him pitch. I know you can look at some numbers and go, okay, he's been okay. He has not pitched well in a big spot for the Mets in his tenure as a Met. And let's not forget, before that, he couldn't finish the season. He asked out of his last start the year before. He's done. The fact that they turned him into anything is a coup for the Mets. So because it was it, only a rental too, right? Last two months of the season, then he's up. Yeah, well, and, and then he he opted into next year. Okay. for the Rangers, which is why the Mets are giving more money to Texas. But that's money they were going to give to him anyway because he was going to opt in and stay here probably to begin with until he pitches seven shutout in the ALCS. <laughs> you know what? If, if he does that, then shame on whoever's he, in charge upstairs. But he's he, been but basically he had useless. Some good, he had some good games. But he never, eight innings of one run against the Dodgers. He went seven shutout or seven shutout against the Dodgers. Eight innings, one run against the Astros. The the Dodgers start was the only one of maybe a couple where you could go, okay, that one mattered. All his other good starts were against crap teams. But it doesn't then, matter if he pitches well for the Rangers in the ALCS because. The team in Queens was not making the NLCS. Well, so it matters to me that I think he's cooked. So the fact that they got rid, like trading him was about getting out of a bad situation. He was not going to help them. And I don't think he's going to help the Rangers. He might beat up the Royals or the A's, but 
I was at Fenway when he gave four home runs to Boston. I was at the playoff game last year when he gave four home runs to the Padres. He sucks in big spots now. He's not Max Scherzer anymore. He's going to get raked by somebody when it matters The, the problem I have with what you guys are saying is that you guys seem to be fine, and a lot of teams and Queens fans are fine with them punting on next year as well when you have all that money. How is it not... How okay. do you not gear up for it again next year with the quote-unquote talent you have in the lineup? Because I think we have to see what they... They're not going to sit this winter out. So, and I know what they told Scherzer, and I'm not saying that they lied to Scherzer, but they're not punting completely on next year because next year they still have Alonzo, they still have Lindor, they still have Alvarez, they still have Nimmo, they still have McNeil, they still have Senga, hopefully a full year of Quintana. They're good. Edwin Diaz comes back. They're just not going to go, they're not going to give $86 million to two 40-year-old starting pitchers. I think we need to take whatever Scherzer is relaying from Billy Epler to the Athletic with a grain of salt. They're not punting all completely on next year. They're just going to be smart because they think their future now is coming from within the organization, not outside of it. Well, the point is that that's all right. Steve Cohen wants to build a Dodgers model. Whether you can do so or not remains to be seen. But the Dodgers model is every year they don't go out and spend the most money. Right. They didn't this year. They have constant influx of great young prospects that they just keep plugging in. That becomes the core to extend. How many years have they won the NL West? It's it's, it's a decade. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So. The idea is the team in Queens needs to have a farm system first and foremost that keeps pumping that young talent into the team every year so that they have an extended window. The problem is Steve Cohen can't buy a farm system. The only way you can do it is if you actually acquire prospects, good prospects, let them come through, or you suck for 10 years. He's not ready to suck for 10 years. So this is the best This is the best game plan, and I would advise any really wealthy owner to do this. Don't think about what the players you trade away will do for another team. You have to think about what you're getting in return, and your competitive advantage is the money. If you can't buy draft picks to make your own picks, you can only spend money in this case. Let other people give you the prospects you want or good prospects, and you pay for the players that you trade away. That's the competitive advantage teams in New York, LA, Chicago, Boston, etc. have in this case maybe Texas is in that realm. I mean yeah. teams that have a lot of money, this is the way to do it. So, it's easy to kill the team in Queens. They've been a disgrace all season long, but the game plan moving forward of doing this is the right game plan. They just have to see if they got the right players in return yeah, for And it's these. still embarrassing to admit defeat to give up coming off a 100-win season, thinking they were going to be better with Ver- with I mean, Verlin Renscher. the highest payroll ever for yeah. a single-season team. So this is egg on their face, no doubt. 100%. All the punchlines are legitimate, but they're, this is better than thinking that there wasn't a problem and just continuing to go down the same path. That's right. And again, if your competitive advantage is spending money, you trade away players now, you cut checks to get prospects, and then you spend more money in the offseason for short-term stuff, and then you keep Maybe selling those for prospects. You right. know, whoever the next big ticket free agent is, you sign to a two or three year deal and say, fine, we're cutting the check. And then next year, if we suck again, we trade him for another series of prospects. Meanwhile, me and Carlos with a K, the Cubbies fans back here, we went from sellers to buyers. How about that? on the Reds last night. <laughs> 20 runs. The Cubbies have suddenly got life, and now you guys got juice for a pennant stretch. 
Go Cubs, yeah. go. Let's save it for the update. Go Cubs, Tease, go. Tease, hint, hint. Hey, hey Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are going to win today. Look at my shirt, by the way. I forgot. I'm wearing my Wrigley shirt. There Look you go. Wow. By accident. Bugs is all in. I'm in. Look at this. Sign me up. Finally, Kevin Wall loves Bon Jovi. We know this. He loves Bon Jovi so much, he considers Bon Jovi Christmas music. <laughs> and is it's this Christmas music, funeral music, it's all encompassing. Is this audio from his the radio? Twitter. Oh, this is from his from, social from his media Twitter. account? He posted a video of him doing karaoke. Don't know where the bar is, don't know what city it's in. There is uh, all of about seven people in there. Did we ask for permission to play this? We did not. Good. Kevin Wall is a diaper D alien, has been a part-time fill-in guy for us on the board and producing for a number of years now. And much like Justin Verlander, worked here, <laughs> thought they were greener pastures <laughs> elsewhere, left for a little bit, and in less than a year was traded back to us. Right, that's right. So here is one and only Kevin Wall on his social media account. It's a very Bon Jovi Christmas. You got it. The video is incredible because he is walking around to the like there's like an 85 year old man with his daughter, I think, next to him. There's another elderly guy. He's walking up to them and he's doing the you know, he's going to it's all right. And then giving them the mic to say it. And they're, they're all like late and it's not in tune. The, the chorus hits where it's just the, it's all right, it's all right. And Kevin tries to sing the who says you can't and then quickly realizes he got it wrong. And then the guy at the end, I'm pretty sure he says they've been here every day and it cuts <laughs> off. <laughs> this is like a huge Buffalo Wild Wings or something. High ceilings, huge space, and there is literally seven empty tables. And the one table that somebody's at, there's two older women. Then there's an old guy at the bar that he high fives. <sighs> so he is one of, like you said, five people in the bar, and he's absolutely... <laughs> crushing Bon Jovi karaoke. I also need a ruling on song choice here because if you're a Bon Jovi diehard like he is and you're doing karaoke, I'm not sure you can do this song, well. which is relatively new. Like, you need to go deep track and show off your knowledge of the whole Bon Jovi catalog Well, he's here. been there all week. So. I guess he's already deep on his set yeah, list. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if you're an Aerosmith fan and you he's pick going Jaded. Down the you can't you can't do the you can't do the Armageddon song if you're an Aerosmith fan. You got to do Dream On or something from the actual heyday of Aerosmith. Okay, so if Kevin Wall's been at this Buffalo Wild Wings for seven days now doing karaoke, he leads with "Living on a Prayer," right? That's, yes. That's that's night one. Is night two? You give love a bad name or? It's my life. It's now or never. That's a good one. See, I'd, I'd argue. What's, what's night two? Well, I, well, I'm a big wanted dead or alive guy. Okay. So that might that's early for me. Okay. Did you say you give love a bad name? Did yeah. You, we got that one. I think love a bad name is my night two. Then I think wanted dead or alive is my night three. Because those are all slippery when wet. 
Yeah. Do you got a girl there? Do you throw a bed of roses in at some point? You could throw a bed of roses if, in. If she's under 70. <laughs> but again, where does It's My Life come in? It's my life and it's now or never. And then you finally get to Zara. 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 I think he wanted to drum up the whatever crowd was there and be able to give the mic to them and let them go nuts on the. It's all right. It's all right. He's a showman. He, he was wanted to put on a performance, he not is, just sing. That's right. You're right. He is playing to the crowd there. He maneuvered his way throughout all those tables. Uh, he really? says his capture was something like, "If I could be, a, you know, I, you know, my my time to be a rock star, or something like that." Great. Well, we didn't mention dead or, um, bad medicine. That's oh, a good yeah, one. Oh, yeah, good one. Only one letter separates them, but they're galaxies apart. One is a true winner. One is a pathetic loser. This is DA's champ or chump. All right. My champ on the morning is Panthers quarterback and number one overall pick Bryce Young. Because when he was at at Alabama, before he got that big NIL money, he admitted as a freshman, he was running DoorDash. And he talked about not being recognized because he he wore a hoodie. And he just kind of like kept to himself and was low key. He was also a freshman, so he wasn't as recognizable as his later years to Alabama. But could you imagine being the Crimson Tide quarterback, being a big-time recruit, obviously, and running DoorDash, and he said, look, I was just looking for some extra money. And I think that's the type of thing that makes Bryce Young who he is and such an endearing guy, and I think a guy that's going to be very successful. He's never said no to work. He's never said no to just grinding. And without an ego, how many quarterbacks at Alabama, Ohio State, pick your massive program, would do DoorDash for extra money. I mean, it's pretty cool. So I like Bryce Young a lot. I thought this story was was kind of foundational to why I like him, and I think he's going to be very, very good at the NFL despite being undersized. He's my champ. That's DA's champ. Don't be afraid to work. Kids, don't be afraid to work. That's the point. My chump, the U.S. women's national team, who just nearly got skunked in the group stage and was really lucky to get out of the group stage by a scoreless draw and a ball that hit the post in extra time two nights ago. We talked about this yesterday. I mean, that's a really embarrassing way. We'll talk about the U.S. Women's National Team at the top of the hour, but they have to be the chumps because the way they played listlessly in the in the group stage, all three of their matches was really, really disappointing. They are the chumps. That's DA's chump. Class is now dismissed. Jeff is next up. He's in Pittsburgh on the phones here on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we this morning? Doing well. How you doing? Not bad, DA. Uh, after careful consideration with friends and family, I, Jeff, from Pittsburgh... I will be withdrawing my application for the EP position. Oh, wow. That being said, I am now endorsing the electric Irishman, Tom Doyle, a.k.a. Pat Boyle. Oh, he's got your official 
The Pittsburgh support. is rocking with Pat Boyle, DA. Wow. For what reason? Uh, he's an enthusiastic young lad, unlike myself. <laughs> he's not bad for the camera. Dog! <laughs> and uh, I tell you, though, Carlos with a K came in, came in second. Okay. He's, just, he's got to go stay in the minors for a little bit longer, but I think we bring him up somewhere down the road. Okay. But my main reason, DA, real you quick, dog. without for withdrawing my application, is I've seen what the New Yorkers are doing to Mraz. Yeah. They are absolutely crucifying this man. Yeah. And I can't, I mean, once they saw me, they. I mean, it would be a field day. <laughs> we need some of that Pittsburgh brawn up here. We need him, we need you over here to defend his honor. I'll stick to my mid-level market and phone call. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I like the support, the official endorsement coming from Jeff in Pittsburgh to Boyle because he's not bad looking on the camera. Just like Gordon Vancouver. A lot of male fans for Pat Boyle out there and his good looks. I got this amazing card in the mail. And I open it up, and it says, the smallest miracles bring the biggest joys. Congrats your new little baby boy. Said, boy, this is so sweet. This is amazing. And when you have your first child, you have all these people that reach out to you. They congratulate you. They buy you stuff. They send you nice gifts. And I would imagine when you have your second, third, fourth, whatever, every child after that, nobody cares. That first one's big. Everything else is like, eh. The Bogishes sent me this amazing, beautiful package of goodies that are all personalized with AJ's name. Carlos with a K gave me baby Jordans, baby J's for AJ as well. Wow. Yeah. And so we're just inundated at Bob's Bar. People are bringing me stuff. I mean, Zach Gelb got AJ a series of Nebraska Cornhusker <laughs> onesies. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I got... A whole bunch of corn huskers onesies for AJ. Signed by Matt Ruler. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. A bib that Scott Frost used to wear on the sideline. So it's just been amazing. And I got this card of the mail. And it says, we're all so happy for you in the Bourbon Bell. You'll make an amazing dad. We all chipped into this gift. It's a gift card. And a number of the aliens chipped in for an Amazon gift card. And I can't tell you how grateful I am for this. Mariana, Senor Pantleg, Dixieland Dan, Moist Pork, Moose, Adriana, Fatty Crackers, Rob of the 321, who I'm surprised has not been embargoed from the gift card. <laughs> Lewis in Palmdale, Derek in Pittsburgh, Mac and Bear, JD and Art Art Bobart. And everybody pitched in a little bit of cash for a gift card for AJ, which is just... You know, I can't tell you how thankful I am. I can't tell you what this means to me, except that I want to do something really special with this since it's contributions from all of you guys and I think representative of the listeners as a whole. Our listeners continue to floor me with their kindness, their generosity, their care, their loyalty, support for one another, we talked about this on the PGP not long ago, but now that Mraz has moved down the hallway, 
he's kind of a listener now. So he's been texting us stuff about the show. We're largely trying to ignore it, but you know, and he's part of this text group, this text chain with the listeners now. And I just find it extraordinary that we, we have this type of backbone to the show from a listener standpoint. And it is why I oftentimes talk about just using as my North star, honor the listeners every single day, honor them. However you can, which means you try not to mail in a show. You try not to mail in a segment. You try not to mail in an interview. You try every single segment to have something, to be something, to do something. And it was the reason that me and Mraz had so many run-ins early because I found his commitment to the program, the structure, the the specific nature of we must do something in every segment. Every minute must not be wasted. I thought that he didn't get it. And so I thought it was disrespectful. And when I banned him from the PGP, when he was suspended, it was because he burped on air on the PGP. And I said, do you realize how disrespectful that is to the audience? that you care so little about the job that you're doing, you are belching in their ear. Could you imagine going to the DMV or your teacher is standing over you in school or your lawyer is talking to you about some contract you have to sign and you just belch audibly how little care it would show? And that was his attitude that it, who cares? It doesn't matter. We're just kind of lazily going through life in this show and it, it, there's nothing that grinds on me more than people that waste other people's time when they've come to you for something. Our audience comes to us for entertainment, for information, for laughter, what have you, and you just waste their time. Now, I know we waste a lot of time here. I get it. We go on tangents. We, we, we go ridiculous. I, I know we're not always perfect at this, but I want you to know the intention is always not to waste your time. So, my point is, I am floored by this generosity. I, I want to do something special. I haven't decided what to do here, but it is it is representative, not just of this subset of the listeners, but the listeners in general, that you guys think of us this way. And it's it's just absolutely amazing. And I, and I promise to continue to try to, to reciprocate that because, you know, it, it means quite a bit to me, quite quite a bit. So at some point, AJ is going to be wearing baby Jordans and be dressed in unbelievable gear courtesy of moist pork and get a few <laughs> collar stays yeah. from moist. How, um, how young does moist work? Like when do you start tailoring clothes for babies? I don't know, but I got to ask moist this and... You know, maybe that's where I spend this gift card. It's just I go to Moist's store and I buy like a baby tuxedo for AJ and we bring him to the Marconi <laughs> Awards or something. I mean, he should dress nicely when he gets Sean's job. So some nice polo onesies maybe. <laughs> I noticed that Mraz is not caring to dress up much now that he's into day seven of his new show. I think he's... Right back to shorts and t-shirts. Yeah. Well, it's only one suit he has. Yeah, true. And there was there was a clip that circulated yesterday because he was yelling at uh, famed actor and Yankee fan Nick Turturro. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what backdrop they're using for Sean, but it almost looks like he's in like a basement 
Um, pork store? Well, I was going to say more like kidnap victim. Oh, was, they like distract, like hold up a newspaper so I know what day it is. It just, it's a weird, bland, <laughs> nondescript, um, like setup. It's just, it feel like it should be better for someone of Sean's stature. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't look great, especially considering they're on TV for two hours and they have a backdrop in the studio and it seems the camera angle that they've got for him doesn't seem to reflect You bite that. your tongue, guys. I don't know if Cap is behind that, but you don't want to anger Cap. If Cap is behind that, all my take is it's amazing, it looks beautiful, and it cannot be improved. Mm. It does sound like... Um... Cap does all the heavy lifting from the Cap digital department, and then somewhere around 1.30, we get some folks cut in corners. I see. Yeah. Michael tweets in, DA, don't know if it's a sign that I'm listening to the show too much every morning, but my soon-to-be five-year-old was going to the bathroom, number two, by the way, nice, and quoting word for word the intro at the top of the hour on your show. He gave it two oinks after he was done. Absolutely hilarious. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm wondering, did the oinks, the grading system of the oinks, did the five-year-old child grade out the theme song? His, his memory of the theme song, like his version, or of his own trip to the bathroom? Right, yeah, and that's my, that would have been my question, too. And if he graded out his own trip to the bathroom as two oinks, that's a young man with a real potential on this show. <laughs> this is a young man that knows our sense of humor very well, and there is an open executive producer position. So I would tell Mike to please point his five-year-old in the direction of the Odyssey Human Resources page. Go to myhr.odyssey.com and please find the, <laughs> the job but, opening. But only if he's grading <laughs> bowel movements. <laughs> A dump is a dump. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. Andrew Bogish has our headlines. DA, not sure if Ohio State QB Hunter or Iowa State QB Hunter Decker's. That's right. He's a clone. Yeah, is. Uh, but he's definitely in trouble. The Cyclones presumed starter for the coming season accused of betting on games, including one Cyclone football game back in 2021. Deckers did not play in that game. We don't know what the actual bet was. We do know that Decker's parents apparently involved here helping him disguise his age since he was too young to bet on anything in Iowa. Maybe they can help that listener's son pretend to not be five if he doesn't apply for the job. Uh, by the way, players who bet on their games or other school events can lose all of their NCAA eligibility. We talked about this at the top of the show. I think NCAA athletes, football players, basketball players, very susceptible to legalized gambling, using inside information, and it getting sideways, much more so than professional athletes. And one of the players involved in this is also the guy who just got suspended by the NFL for betting on NFL games, so he also seems to maybe just have a straight problem. He yeah. can't help himself that he's now in trouble on both fronts for multiple bets on his own teams. And this was not investigated by the NCAA or the school. This was Iowa law enforcement. This Correct. was state law enforcement. And I believe Iowa is also has players, we don't know the details there yet, but this is a pretty big developing situation in Iowa. This is going to be the big one. We have legalized gambling all over the country, which I think 
is fine. I mean, look, I certainly partake in it, and we use it as a lot of advertising and sponsorship around here, and I think if you're a responsible adult, there's no problem with it. But you can't promote all of this around sports, sports betting, and not think it's going to seep into the athletes that also are playing those sports, and college athletes are most susceptible. High school athletes, certainly susceptible, but we're not betting on their games. College, much different. Oh, please don't be betting on high school games. Uh, the back 12 <laughs> Maybe you can. I don't I'm, know. I mean, it, certainly in Texas you, is my guess. Yeah, whether you can or not, people are definitely doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right. Texas just, high school football, there's absolutely got to be a market for betting. Yeah, my point is not can you get action if you're in El Paso on, you know, a West Texas game or what have it. But if I'm in New York, can I go to FanDuel and bet on like a modern day game or something like that, like a high school powerhouse in California or Florida or something. I don't know. I haven't seen those lines. I hope not. Yeah. You got to be, no offense to the betting community, you got to be a pretty big degenerate uh, to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Pac-12's future remains a bad bet. Now that we know possible details of the league's next media rights deal, Apple, apparently the leading partner, and their agreement would start at a lower price than the Big 12 and ACC deals with traditional TV partners, but could get there eventually through escalators like added subscriptions. Schools heard a presentation yesterday, but a final choice isn't coming yet. Neither is a decision from Arizona, ASU, and Utah about staying in the Pac-12. The Houston Astros reacquired Justin Verlander before yesterday's trade deadline. Then watch Framber Valdez no-hit the Guardians to zip. His manager, Dusty Baker. Today, his concentration was at a at a, at a a superior level, and... Uh, you know, him and Maldi worked, you know, great together. Maldi is catcher Martin Maldonado, who has now caught three no-nos. Valdez, wow. Yeah. Valdez Damn. struck out seven, walked just one last night, which was a race on a double play, so he faced the minimum 27 batters. The only bad news for Houston, the Rangers down the White Sox to zip to keep their half-game lead atop the AL West. The Orioles added Cardinals righty Jack Flaherty yesterday and then dumped the Blue Jays in Toronto 13-3. Baltimore now 23-13 against the AL East this season. The Rays remain a half game behind them or a game and a half behind them thanks to a 5-2 win at Yankee Stadium. The Phillies made a move for Tigers righty Michael Lorenzen then made a move on new Marlins closer David Robertson. In the 0-2. Swung on. Hit deep. Left field, Deva Cruz out of room, it's gone! Nick Castellanos crushes it to straightaway left. And the Phillies have a ninth inning lead, it's 3-1. to one. That's Scott Fransky on Phil's radio, they won 3-1 in Miami, scoring all of their runs in the ninth inning. The Dodgers got by the A's 7-3, the Giants topped the D-backs 4-3, and the Padres 8-5 winners at Coors Field. Two homers, four RBI for Juan Soto. The Red Sox snapping their three-game skid, 6-4 in Seattle. Rams receiver Cooper Cup could miss several weeks after hurting a hamstring in practice yesterday. Cup, you'll remember, missed the final eight games of last season with a high ankle sprain. Group F is finishing right now at the Women's World Cup and checking on those two matches in progress right now, which, of course, are not showing up when I need them to on this computer. Please stand by in three, two, and one. Jamaica and Brazil are still scoreless now in their 80th minute. One of those two nations will join France in the knockout stage, the French with a 5-2 lead on Panama. Overnight, South Africa stunned Italy 3-2. It's their first ever World Cup win. It puts them in the round of 16 
Well, it sends Italy home. And now we're stuck. Woohoo! It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Uh, Pete's not here, so I'm going to briefly ignore his Mraz embargo since so many listeners. <laughs> we have led... so many embargoes. I know. A lot. <laughs> a lot if only of... we had a spreadsheet of embargoes that we currently <laughs> If only we're actually embargoing those things, too. Um, (laughs) Multiple listeners, including DA Show Quote, sent this story in because it reminded everybody of our sweet Shawnee. It's a story that could be from West Babylon circa 1996, Uh but it's from a zoo in eastern China right now. They are defending their Malayan sun bears after a viral video called the animal's validity into question. In said video, one of these bears is standing on its hind legs, No tail visible, BTW. And while standing, there are odd skin wrinkles on the bear's (laughs) back, bottom, and legs. Now, the behavior uncommon among bears and the wrinkles look like an ill-fitting suit. So people have been wondering if these bears are actually humans in disguise. But the zoo says no. As does an expert quoted in the NBC News story uh, that I sent the group. Okay, so (laughs) I find it relatively hard to believe that it's easier to dress up humans in a bear costume and keep that a secret all of these years than just having a bear. Yeah. Okay, so my guess is the easiest way for a Chinese zoo to have a bear is to just have a bear, not have a human in a bear suit. And it's a bear, like... It's not you have like oh I got a T Rex that I'm fake you know that I'm faking to draw people in I don't need a Malayan sun bear to go to the zoo so why would you fake it? But this picture does look <laughs> yes it does like the bear is wearing as you said ill fitting slacks and then he's he's, he's he's standing up on hind legs and it's sagging at the butt I mean, it looks like he needs a belt it looks like the way Sean looks <laughs> sloppy things spilling out of it clothes does. things sitting too high or too low because there's fat in the way and also the other point is if I were to believe any entity on earth of their trustworthiness, a Chinese zoo might not be high on the list. <laughs> right. So if there was a place where maybe I wouldn't believe that there was just a bear, <laughs> it might be, to be honest, a Chinese zoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only a North Korean zoo might be a little <laughs> less trustworthy. Now, now bear with me here. Oh, okay. Okay, more you just <laughs> No. The the video does look like a man, and then the bear sits down, and at that point, I'm like, there's no way that a, a human could pull off that movement, where the bear just, like, it, it literally, from the hind lanes, then sits on its back, sits on its ass, and yeah. then turns around and starts crawling. I was, I would be very skeptical and think, uh, you know, I would call Fugazi on this, but once you see the video, the end of it, it does look in... It, it, it does, in fact, appear to be a bear. I should point out, too, that these <laughs> bears, the Malayan sun bear, are smaller than most bears. Right. So it, because they're smaller, people already thought that they were dogs or non-bears. Yeah. So their size, or lack thereof, allows you to think it's a human. Like you would never see a grizzly and go, 
with wrinkly skin. That's a human in a suit. This bear is human-sized-ish to just kind of further along the, 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 the doubt. The last line in this news story from NBC News is, Previously, other zoos in China had been criticized for di- for dyeing their dogs to look like wolves. Oh boy. <laughs> so, what's happening there is very West Babylon Zoo-ish. Mm-hmm. Look, kids over here, we got wolves. <laughs> Those are wolves over there. Ignore that they look like a Pomeranian. That's a wolf. <laughs> I promise. That's a wolf. <laughs> you, believe me, that's a wolf, honey. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a bear. That's a bear. Bears have tails. What, you ever seen a bear with a tail? <laughs> Meantime, it's a, a pig <laughs> with a plastic snout painted white. <laughs> oh, it's a bear. It's, it's a bear. <laughs> it's Quacker Jack. <laughs> Smelling of cigarettes. Part-time, his- part-time mascot, <laughs> part-time medic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of a kind. It's half human, half duck. <laughs> Only here. <laughs> no, that, no, that's a goose. Whoever doesn't get that job's got to be a bear. <laughs> that looks like a goose. I think that's a seagull. No, it's a goose. Canadian goose. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty embarrassing. Oh. I mean, at this point, you're doing a Sean impersonation, which is not good. Is that a pigeon painted pink? It's a flamingo, honey. <laughs> Flamingo. I thought they were taller. (laughs) This is a flamingo. Is that the human recall, Peter Schwartz? No, that's a bear, honey. That really is a bear. That's a bear of a man. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. 
Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media, and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Analytics is just a term that's kind of thrown around a lot. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. So, we had Kevin Wall, who is oftentimes filled in here on the show as one of the Diaper D-Aliens, posting a video of him singing karaoke to Bon Jovi in an empty sports bar with about four people there. And it was a sad, it was a sad sight. And so we're asking, if you're doing Bon Jovi for karaoke, which song are you singing? 41% said, living on a prayer, which is what I voted for. 35% said, wanted dead or alive. 20% said, it's my life. And 3% said, who says you can't go home? And which one did he do? That last one. Oh, okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Now, data department tells us that John Bon Jovi's real name is John Francis Bon Jovi. Bought 22% of the Eagles for 8 million bucks once upon a time. However, he dropped his interest in the team just months later because it was, quote, too time consuming. That's a tough break. The original guitarist of John Bon Jovi lasted for just a few weeks in the band, David the Snake Sabo. Not Chris, almost immediately replaced by Richie Sambora. Sabo went on to form the rock band Skid Row. Is that right? Wow. And John Bon Jovi superfan Kevin Wall is left-handed but can sing while using both hands. (laughs) Nice. Earlier in the morning, Pat Boyle alerted us that, unfortunately, in his hereditary, in his genes, there is a a run of, of dementia. And so that's a very sad thing. However, Boyle can't wait. Here it is, your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Really good to be a baby if you think about it. People are feeding you constantly. Seemingly what you're eating is delicious because you can't stop crying for it. Then you just can go whenever you want, wherever you want. Somebody <laughs> cleans it up. Yeah. Immediately Hello. takes you out of that that chair or that bassinet or whatever. No Chain. judgment, no shame. No shame. You belch all over your your caretakers. You poop all over your caretakers. I want you to burp on me. It, yeah, it's encouraged. Yeah. Totally. It's like, oh, that was a great one, buddy. Good job. Nice. I think the smell of vomit is worse than the smell of poop. But I was a baby. That's better because you kind of get that at both ends of the life spectrum. You get it when you're young, when you're a young baby, you don't know anything's going on. And then you get it when your old, dementia, feeble, riddled brain is soup. And you get to do it again. But you maybe have a little bit more cognizance of what's going on. That's why I think being like a 95-year-old with severe dementia like my grandma had, that's got to be a pretty damn good life. You think it's a good life? 
Yeah. That's an interesting twist on dementia. Look, at that, and everyone's in my family, so I'm telling you, 60 years from now, I'll be there. Okay. And I cannot wait. You can't wait. For all my seeds. For all to your have seeds. to come, hose me down, feed me, change me, ring out Ohio with an M-U, rah, rah. Hey, M-U, rah, rah. Hey, M-U, rah, 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 rah. Ring out Ohio with an M-U, rah, rah. Beckon to my every will, knowing that they're going to get that money when I'm dead. Boil money. They're going to get boil money, whatever boil money becomes in 60 years from now. But if there's so many of them, <laughs> they may well, be twins, well, 17 look, bucks. They're going to pass why, you like hot hey, potato. This left hand is going to be pretty powerful, whoever's going in that will. <laughs> Might be the seeds. So you'll wait to write the will until you see how they all treat you. Yes. Might be the seeds. It might be a potential wife. Might be a potential gumad. <laughs> the housemaid. You never know. What a man. Planning for your illegitimate kids and your side piece. <laughs> As he looks forward to his years of dementia. Can't wait. 215-592. Uh, excuse me. 855-592-0. I get the number. I, I got callers on the line, so it doesn't really matter. You know the number. You've already checked in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to be great with mail. Yeah. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. What job in radio do you think can afford a housemaid? <laughs> Maybe a, a, a longer-standing host. You got to own the company to have a housemaid. <laughs> you got to own the network. Caleb tweets, I expect a good, clean show. No laughing or horsing around. Just straightforward and serious. And Sean says, careful, guys. All that joking around could upset Victoria from Mobile. That's Sean in Mobile. Hopefully, we didn't have too much fun today, Victoria. Thanks to Pat Boyle, your executive producer today. Thanks to Carlos with a K, Carlos Ortiz on the wheels of steel. Thank you to Andrew Kaplan, Wizard of Watch DA, and Andrew Bogish on your headlines. Be good. Be good to one another. See you tomorrow. The Mothership Disconnects. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.